We the bestest cast with the left twist. Pat fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Huh. Yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to On the Guest List with Fox trying to get down White Sox Dave and Kenny Carkeet. With you, as always, from the band is your boy Colin. Fresh off a of White Sox no-hitter, we have the man, Mr. Dave Williams, up here. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. Like, you guys have probably seen on social media and everything how much my baseball and sports teams affect my psyche and my mental well-being. Um, 24 hours ago, I was, like, ready to jump off a cliff. Right now, I am on. I'm like, I got a nice little body high going because of how good the White Sox looked last night. I didn't and, know you had mental psyche, dude. I'm proud of you. Oh yeah, I got lots of it. Like that's all I give a shit about is my sport teams. And right off the bat, Dustin, I heard you, you like you throw first pitches all over the country. Uh, I do, man. Uh, well, I have. Um, I've thrown it. I've thrown five for three different teams. I've done Angels twice, Dodgers twice, and I've gotten to do the Milwaukee Brewers as well. And very exciting. Just a few days ago, I got hit up by the Padres. So it looks like June 19th, I'll be doing it for the Padres as well. So that's very cool. Dude, for those of you listening who aren't aware of who our guest is today, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Duddy B from the Dirty Heads. Duddy, thank you for being here today, brother. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me, guys. And I guess last but not least, we also still have Kenny Carkeet here. Kenny, no, he's very you? least, though. <laughs> he is least. Listen, guys, I'm doing better than I've ever done in my entire life. Today, it's the best day of my life, and I'm happy to be here. God damn. All right, let's go. Yeah. This is a great way to start, bro. By the way, for those of you listening who've been listening the whole time, uh, that's new theme music we have there. Mr. Kenny Carkeet laid down an original track to make a, a new theme song. So shouts out Ten to Kenny. Ten seconds of glory, baby. Very nice. Ten seconds of glory is Kenny's, th- like, that's his catchphrase right there. That's how he lives yeah, his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. that's actually my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Duddy here today. Uh, Duddy and Kenny actually know each other outside the podcast. So yep. how the hell did this happen? Because Kenny keeps telling me you guys are best friends. Like, you guys hang out oh, yeah. all the time. So, like, yeah. So how did you guys yeah, meet yeah, each yeah. other? That's what yeah. I, that's definitely what I, what I told them. Yeah. I left my <laughs> sweater. You still got my sweater. I left it over there, right? Bro, I got all this shit. I got your panties, too. Cool. No, you. you know, listen. I, I mean, just the touring circuit, like... Yeah, man, it's such a small family's world, like the alternative scene. And like when you play festivals, you get together with all your buddies. Everybody's backstage throwing footballs, barbecuing. And then sometimes you get to do tours together. But, you know, we just we played lots of shows with Dirty Heads at a bunch of different festivals and became homies and surfed with Jared and kicked it with Duddy. And I talked to Maddie all the time and just buzz. Yeah, we were, oh, yeah, we've written uh, we've written some music together over at. What's, what's his name? Ed Feld- Feldman's. That's Feldman's. right. Yes, Feldman's. that's yeah, right. That was a weird Wait, day. John yep. Feldman? Like from, yep. from, no way. From Goldfinger, yeah. Yeah, what is that like to it's, work with John Feldman? <laughs> it's like a machine over there, to be honest. Yeah. It's, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, hey, there's no, I guess, right or wrong way to do it. It's however you want to write music, whatever your thing is, that's your thing. It was different for me, but it was yeah. cool to see that though. It was like, you get there and he knows what he wants to do and how he does it. It's definitely it's, a machine, you know, and he's used pump to it working out, pump with it a lot out. of bands who like need that kind of help and dirty yeah. I was working with Feldman doing like the a used record and a bare tooth record and all this stuff. And, and I somehow dirty heads came up and he's like, can you get them in here? It was like a big thing for him. I'm like, I don't know, I'll fucking text them and see, you know, and the, and the guys came through and Duddy crushed it all day and did what needed to get done, you know? Of course, it's funny too, because I know Kenny's style in the studio and Kenny's not like that. Kenny's like, let's just sit here. The dogs are in the studio. Let's smoke some weed. And, I mean, and, I'm the it, same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's tough sometimes going to a, a producer like that, but we made the most of it. 
it's Dude. yeah like you said you learn and you're like this is cool it's a different side of it not my way to do it but it's cool to be a part of that you know I've always wanted to talk to John Feldman because he seems like the most high energy motherfucker to ever live. Like just Bro, like... that guy's fucking eyeballs are moving like this all the fucking time. He's insane. He, He's just... he writes like he puts out and writes like 300 songs a year. It's fucking nuts. Crazy. I, I wonder if one day he can top the song on the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Like Superman. Was that the song from the Tony Hawk original soundtrack? That yeah, song's man. the shit, dude. It's the best. So we got Duddy in the building. Duddy, I want to talk to you about your podcast because I've recently gotten into it. Feeling good with Duddy. Cool. Uh, it's you and your brother, right? Yep. How did you guys plan on starting that before quarantine, or was that something that was like an evolution from quarantine? No, uh, actually, before quarantine, we were doing the podcast as well, but we were doing it in like an actual studio out in Tustin. Oh, nice. And uh, it came about very just. I love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts, you know, religiously for, for years now. And it's always been in the back of my head, like, Oh, it'd be cool to start one one day. That'd be super fun. And I, I always knew if I ever did, I'd probably hit my brother up because he's just great at talking. He's super funny. And you know, he, he would be perfect for it. So, uh, I got hit up by the studio. They were trying to put on some, you know, unsigned artist social media contest or whatnot. And someone that worked at that studio um, knew me and they were, they wanted me to come and kind of host the contest. And uh, I was like, I don't know, but I'll come and talk to you guys. Tustin's not too far from where I'm at. So I'll just, I'll roll by and tell, tell me a little bit more about what you guys are doing. I was not interested in the contest after I got there and saw, so I was like, uh, but I saw they had a full podcast set up. I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool though. You guys do podcasts out of here. Like what podcast? He's like, actually none really. We just built it. We want to get it going. Do you want to do one? I was like, yes, I do. So we started doing it then. And uh, you know, we started to build up a nice little following and, and kind of figuring out what we were. And then the, you know, quarantine started and that, sh that studio ended up getting shutting down. And uh, we came here where I'm at now, actually, this is just the, the was the dirty heads, just storage. And since the quarantine, we've turned it into where we do all our rehearsals here, our live streams. I do the podcast out of here. And uh, we kind of made it this cool little, you know, almost like a hangout. Bro, know, I, like I've been watching the videos and it looks like a compound, like a Dirty Heads compound. You it got is, bands in is. there playing. and yep. I've I mean, here, always been jealous of that view. compound, man. So you turn it around and, you know, what? you're like, there's where, there's where we rehearse and, you know, yeah. everything. And, and then back over there is where I do the podcast. And it's just like this cool little bunker, we call it. But, uh. Dude, yeah, so we kind of had to. I'm doing it in the spare room in my house. This is this is not even fair. That's so sick. At least you yeah. got a spare room in your house. That's a fact. That's a big time fact. I got two spare rooms, motherfucker. I'm out here. Yeah. Kenny, hit the buzzer if you got it. <laughs> Bro, no, <laughs> we've been having oh, a lot of work. fun with it, man. And I honestly think that it was kind of a blessing because since we came in here and we took it over and we're doing it all of our all ourselves now. I mean, one, it's so much more cost effective. Oh yeah. You know, over there they had like a whole team behind it and all this shit, and it was like, oh. You come here we're like dude it's just us if we do whatever we want i think we've kind of found out our direction a little more by being here with having the bands performing and all that because we For weren't sure. doing that at the other place so blessing in disguise i guess dude i love the way you guys start every episode too we're like this is the podcast where we point a finger at the music industry have a laugh and then point back at ourselves yeah. like i feel like it's so important today because everybody wants to take everything so seriously like every band everybody's wants to so look fucking serious all the goddamn it's crazy, time it's man. not that serious man it's really no. not bro like it's a serious thing and like if you're making what you're making it's important but like everybody wants to look so hard everybody wants to look like they're like going through some crazy ass bullshit when i think most people just want to see it like people on a human level 
Yeah, you know, well, like everyone's just so stressed out these days. And I think like half the time people are are really feeling the way they feel. And I think the other half people are just putting on a facade. So other people think that they're with everyone else. No, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with the rest of the world. Don't get mad at me. But mm -hmm. inside they're like, fuck all this, you know? So who knows? <laughs> Dude, that's I think that's Kenny's biggest point all the time. Yeah. Is fuck all this. So I think it's yeah. like stop Kenny's caring. Person. Stop caring so fucking much. <laughs> yeah, like, if you don't care. Insane, as soon as you can remove the I fucking care about everything vibe, your art will be so much better, in my opinion. Totally. That's and that's kind of definitely, you know, what a, a lot of our podcast is about. It's like, hey, let's all just talk shit on everything and have a laugh about it because we all are kind of fucking dumb and do dumb shit in our own way. So let's you know just what? Laugh if I could say that, on, like, you know? when, like back touring with, with Dirty Heads and all them at the festivals and stuff like that, those the kind of bigger scale bands everybody's almost got that mentality it's totally. kind of the up-and-coming bands who are more like i need to fucking care so much and then once you hit a certain level you're like none of that shit mattered exactly exactly percent well i think even like these young bands that are coming up like super young bands like everybody's so worried about the aesthetic of what they look like and everything like that dude i think the most successful thing you can do honestly is just fucking be yourself and i mean dave works for barstool that's all they do is all that yeah. matters is you just got to be yourself you know you authenticity know wins the day it really does it really does every single dude. time man i think everybody in the world has at least that one friend or that one person in their life where as long as you've known them they've never changed they don't give a shit really what they're wearing they don't really give much a crap about like being super duper successful or whatever it is they're just who they are they're kind of a nerd kind of weird but they've always been that person and that's your favorite fucking person 100 dude it doesn't 100%. Bro, that was that was me aaron used to always be like so so that's what you're wearing <laughs> you're like what yes dude that's uh our our other guitar player eric would literally wear like pajama pants and a flyers jersey to every yep. show and I just had to be like, yo, can you just put on jeans? Like, let's yeah. at least go that far. You know? <laughs> but so looking at the podcast, right? Because I've watched a lot of it. I cool, love uh, the feel good news. You guys are you guys are covering good news stories. But to me, my favorite segment is conspiracy query. Oh, my goodness. Dude, first off, outstanding. Second off, I actually brought two for you. And I want to see if you've already covered these. Oh, I don't my know if God. you guys have any conspiracies, but I have two that I actually, one I believe in and one that I, that I, I don't. The first one is, have you heard the, the conspiracy theory that birds aren't real? Uh, no, but I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to know more about this instantly. <laughs> right. Fuck music the rest of the day. We're going to talk yeah. about birds being like figments. <laughs> no, so what it is, this started in Philadelphia, like at the beginning of quarantine. All over South Philly, there was these flyers up. People actually took the time to go to Staples and print out flyers that said birds aren't real. And it just said at the bottom, have you seen a bird since quarantine started? And people's theory <laughs> is that the coronavirus pandemic was an opportunity for the government to change the batteries in all of the birds because they're actually just surveillance drones. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh. I mean, that's how could that? That's a movie. And I would watch it. It sounds yeah, like yeah. an Endlight Shyamalan movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. It does it. Yeah. These people. Yeah. yeah. Holy. But that's my whole thing about the conspiracy queries is we're like, it's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not trying to convince you on this. I'm not saying I believe this. This is just a, have you heard this? What's your thoughts on this shit? That's Dude, I got, is, I, got, you know? I got one I got one conspiracy that I truly believe in or that I've been like on the, on the cusp of believing in. And it's that Australia is not a real place. Oh, okay, <laughs> I heard this one. I heard this one actually, and it's great. Uh, 
Yeah, and what was it? It was like all the pilots yep. had to like sign something and go through some government private thing that they could never ever reveal. Okay, so this goes, this goes back real. to how Australia was founded. Do, Dave, do you know how Australia was founded? Yeah, the England and and the UK sent all their prisoners there, correct? Okay, so the theory, the the, the gist of this theory is: so what you're trying to tell me is that England circumvented the globe to find a new island land for their prisoners when they could have easily just driven 20 miles off off the shore and just kicked them out into the fucking ocean and killed them all <laughs> it sounds like a fairy tale right so yes. the theory is that all the governments of the world are actually in a, like in on this conspiracy and all the airlines are as well and whenever people are going to australia they just fly them around in a circle for 13 hours and drop them off in chile yeah <laughs> By the I way, love I, I love reminding my Australian friends that they're the descendants of convicts. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. So I got a couple of, I got one friend who's from England and one friend who's from Australia, and they both sound exactly alike to my dumb brain. And yeah, whenever similar. whenever we're getting drunk together, I will, I'll start needling them and just yeah. poking the bear. And they get into it heated. And then I'll be like, what do you think about the queen? And all the, oh, the queen's a cut might, you know, <laughs> just like shit like that. And then they'll just go at it. And then the next morning, they're best friends again. And then I'll do it again, like a couple of weeks later. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Dude, I, I, I've said that conspiracy theory to people and they're like, dude, I've been to Australia. It's real. I'm like, no, you think you went no, to you, Australia. Yeah, you have You flew around in circles you don't know. for 14 hours. Also, why is Australia the only place on earth where there's kangaroos and shit? Like, why why is it the only place on earth with all these, like, fake animals? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, make any you've sense. gone deep, man. I have. Yeah. Hey, I got I got, I got, got two for you guys. So um, you, you guys know what uh, I'm asking you. I know what the answer is. You, you know what the orange potatoes are called, correct? Orange potatoes. You say I know the answer. You're wrong. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. So so there was in Australia, (laughs) the Aborigines, they um they had some word for uh for sweet potatoes. And it's you can find them on like I don't I don't want to call it uh like hieroglyphs, but you can find it like carved onto fucking caves in Australia and shit. And if you go to like Chile or or Argentina and shit thousands of years ago in their Mayan temples or whatever the fuck they are, they have the same hieroglyphs with the same exact word for sweet potato. That blows my fucking mind. And that's what I was going to get to next. Have you guys heard like all this Egypt shit that's coming out right now? And the, and the, they just found what they think is about a 3,500 year old uh, Egyptian city that they're they're trying to uncover. (laughs) Well, I I was going to say the Spanish word or whatever it is for it, but I forgot it. So I just said, uh, actually it is a sweet potato, but, um, the fucking pyramids year round in the middle of the desert are temperature controlled at 68 degrees. Aliens. Aliens. Okay. And the, the Sphinx is the exact center point of the earth. How the fuck did someone know to put it at? You can't move it an inch or to the left or right. Otherwise aliens. it wouldn't be. It's aliens. It's the weirdest I'm pretty, fucking thing. I'm pretty on into the Egyptian alien thing just Me because too. ever since I learned that the pyramids actually generate fucking electricity. Yeah. Like in gravity right. and shit. <laughs> Yeah, Duddy, what's a what's one of these conspiracy queries that you actually believe in, or one that like got you to the point where you were like, I, I like you got your tinfoil hat on, you're believing it. Oh, fucking probably <laughs> not really any of them. I, I, and honestly, lately we've gone, we went through so many of them that we can't, we couldn't even find any more worth talking about. So now our whole joke is we still call it conspiracy query, but they're all now we're just finding fucking ghost stories from small towns and shit and like now we're finding hilarious ones and like uh the what we're noticing is a lot of these small town like ghost you know 
stories that just got created somehow the ghosts or the monsters that they create are never like harmless they're like harmless it's always like <laughs> This last woman, there's this three-legged lady. These people, if you drive down this highway through Tagus, like uh, at a certain time of night, this three-legged lady will run by your car and she'll pound on your uh, your, your hood, but all she wants to do is race you across the bridge. You're like, <laughs> hmm, she seems harmless. Like, yeah, it's harmless. <laughs> They're yeah, all in ever, like that. Do you ever remember meeting Burko, the AWOL manager, and how psycho he was with conspiracies? Do you remember any of that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I really everybody's don't. anybody who meets Burko, who manages AWOL, they're all like that fucking guy because he's like the first pope was a lizard king that was falling yeah. from an owl oh, and flat earth people, flat earth through the fucking roof, like all that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much of that first AWOL record was like literally about conspiracy theories. That Jesus is crazy. Christ. We That's had it. like. <laughs> Early on in our podcast, we got really lucky and we had like a couple really cool guests come on. We actually had Sam Tripoli came on our podcast. Have you guys listened to his tinfoil hat yeah, yeah. and all that? <laughs> so after he came on, I got really into his podcast for a while just because I love using my imagination and all the stories. Yeah. It's fun for me and love him. He's a great dude, but I had to stop. It got too much for me. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. Everything can't be so bad. Have you guys gone over <laughs> Tupac in, uh, on your show? Like we Tupac being alive, yeah. Tupac no. being alive, but he is right. Sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> of course. Why not? Hope so, yeah. If he is, dude, he needs to come back because we need some new Tupac. Honestly, like, yeah, I, yeah Dottie, On a serious note, because I like I've been a Dirty Heads fan for like ten years now. Like one of my mm-hmm. favorite bands from when I was like late high school, early college, right? And I've always loved the hip hop elements of what you guys do. And I don't, you mm-hmm. probably get asked a lot of questions about reggae rock and all that shit, but I want to talk to you about rap because we're, me and Kenny specifically are huge hip hop guys. Totally, totally. Who are your favorite rappers? Like, if you had to like take a, take a Mount Rushmore for yourself and say, like, these are the guys that influenced me, these are who I listen to? Well, I mean, growing up super young, like, I, I would say probably some of my first hip hop that I was really like super getting into was like the Beastie Boys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also into like, young white kid rap, don't get me wrong. I had the Vanilla Ice album. I knew, you know, I had MC Hammer. I did all that. My first concert <laughs> I ever went to, no joke, I forget how old I was. I must've been nine or something, nine or 10. My parents took me, me and my brother took me to, took us to, uh, the opening act was Jodeci. Then Ooh. the follow thing, it was Jodeci, then TLC, then Boys the Man and then MC Hammer was the headliner. That was my first concert. Oh, that's all time. But right, all time. Holy I look shit. back and I'm like, damn, I bursted the bubble. Like, how are you going to top that? You know, the um, first but act you saw was Jodeci. First act I ever saw was Jodeci. And that was back when it was like, I want to get freaky. You know, it was like, I yep. was like nine, like, oh, shit. Like, the only <laughs> white people here, too. Sweet. Like, you know, <laughs> but it was you awesome. You said you went with your parents? Yeah, my parents are my parents. Your parents are OGs, bro. That's my awesome. parents are the best. Yeah. So it that was like, you know, I, I loved that. But then, you know, Beastie Boys for sure. Loved the Beastie Boys. But then, you know, I got into like uh as I got older, got in a little like naughty by nature, I think was one oh, where yeah. I was like, okay, okay, this is cool. This is different. They're like a little harder saying some yeah. bad shit here. I kind of <laughs> like it, you know. And then uh, you know, um, God, I got into so much. Obviously, I loved Wu Tang, but I loved like Mob, Mob Deep. Quiet Storm was always Hell like one yeah. of my favorite. I love that. Um, fuck, you know there are so many. It's hard to go back, but of course, Biggie, the absolute man, loved that. Um, Tupac was also the shit. I was think I was a little more Biggie than Tupac, but I think they're both awesome in their own ways. 
Um, and then I think right now, one of my favorites, who I think is just lyrically just insane. And when he starts to flow and you're just like, holy fuck is Kendrick. I know it's oh, fucking cliche, yeah. but oh, yeah, he's surprise yeah. winner, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick I mean, doesn't, on, that album. Bro, Kendrick yeah, doesn't get but, enough. He gets credit, but he doesn't. I feel like people yeah. like skip him over in the conversation, like in the, the, totally. J, the J. Cole Drake kendrick conversation it's like yeah. we take gr- just how great he is for granted because he, what he does yeah. is like otherworldly and don't get me wrong dude jay cool's got some rad shit that I, I can totally get into um even fucking drake has some albums what's that album he put out it was like a really weird one it was like if you could hear this it's uh, too, if you, if you, too close if you're listening to this, to this it? uh it's too late yeah that's a great album i really got into that one for a bit i was like damn this is really kind of cool i love the Hell beats yeah. they were a little different just the vibe it was pretty damn cool you know but i think kendrick's a better to just, pimp a butterfly? If we're just talking just rapping he's better dude damn, to pimp a like, butterfly yeah to pimp butterfly is like a weird avant-garde jazz hip-hop moment bro yeah. when you see i i got to see him play in like the netherlands of all places which is the weird things we get to experience and he came out with dna just the oh, hardest thing you've ever one. seen in your like the hardest fucking thing. You're like, my band sucks. I'm the worst yeah. that's ever existed. When Nick Dude. counts down ten, nine, nine. and Nick is, you're just like, oh my god, here it comes, here it comes, and he just, bro, we murdered. Played, <laughs> we played a festival with Kendrick two years ago, and he came on and did three songs and had to leave. I don't know what happened. They never explained what happened, but we got to see three songs and his set ended, and everybody freaked Damn. out. But that that's that right. was that was a wild night. Let me ask you, got like you guys obviously the. Uh, the three of you i'm not the hip-hop guy as you all three know now uh what do you guys think of lupe fiasco i love lupe yeah he's he has some really cool songs like uh he he was like kick uh push. The, the skateboard yeah, yeah, kick yeah, push. Yeah. that was a rad song he had some very cool songs he has some stuff that i tried to get into but it kind of lost me a bit but he's yeah. also got some bangers that i really like you know? Dude, i was absolutely cool. fucking love him well, yeah. you're a Chicago guy, so that makes and a it, sense. I, I, I was going to preface it by saying that I, it has nothing to do with me being from Chicago. Like, I listen to his yeah. music, and as a not, not, I don't want to say non hip hop fan, but like a yeah. uh, novice hip hop fan, I love him. Dude, those first, not, th- those first sorry, two, those first two Lupe albums are outstanding. Like yeah. next level lyricism and, and just fun. Yeah. But then he did have that moment in his career though, where like, I think the, the label was pressuring him to go a little more pop. Yeah. yeah. Yep. To the point where he actually that that album Lasers he tried to block from being put out, like he actually said like he I don't just, want to uh, see the light of day, and yeah. I don't hate Lasers, but then he as he went on down the line, it just kind of like yeah he's still a legend to me. Yeah, and you know what I'll give him this too because it's hard, and I've seen many uh you know hip hop acts or I guess it was just one like one guy up there with a DJ. I've seen it be the most boring thing in the world. Mm-hmm. He actually can entertain a crowd by himself mm-hmm. with just a DJ behind him. He's a good front man. I'll give him that as well. Hell sure. yeah. Uh, dude, back to the podcast real quick. I do have a question. So I was watching an episode. I think I, I remember this very specifically because it was 69 and I laughed the whole time. Uh, <laughs> so you guys actually had a fan try and break into your into your house, right? Or like show up at your house? No, no. So what happened is uh, <laughs> all of a sudden online, it was like, I started seeing posts. Like they had, there's like a fan group that was made like the FGWD Bunker that's on Facebook. And it's like the, I guess the diehard listeners of the podcast, you know, and they go over there and they chat about the podcast and all this stuff. And we go on there every now and then and chime in and, and it's, and for our Patreon show that we do for our Patreons, there's a segment called the bunker and we just go onto that fan page and we creep through it. And then on the show, we just tear apart 
the, the dumb posts were and we and we we created a character called the mutilator and he comes on on the bunker and he and, and he mutes people like for how dumb your post is you can get muted for certain amounts of time like yeah. we have rules like if you post a meme we've already seen that's a 48 hour mute you know like <laughs> and, and the mutilator comes on my brother comes on and he goes yes yes mutilator here you know and he fucking has this whole guy and it's fucking hilarious and and they Jesus. love it but um yeah, um, I forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, so I saw on that page all these people talking about like how they think they figured out where I live. And then I had some Ugh. people like DMing me saying, hey, I think they're passing out your address and all this shit. So I, I one of the episodes I did this whole thing like I was fucking furious and if you, you know. <laughs> I blew it out of proportion, way out of proportion on purpose for yeah. the show. I didn't need but, to, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. but that's what happened, personal safety. Well, I woke up one day, and what happened is, like, they know that I love, like, I love gardening in a way, which is weird, but I do. <laughs> I love, like, planting succulents and, like, cacti in my backyard and shit. I love it. It's something I enjoy doing. And uh, I woke up, and because I, I talk about it on a show, and I woke up, and there was a fucking succulent in a pot in the Ew, middle of my front yard like and that's that. where i was like that's where I, I was like all right motherfuckers like <laughs> <laughs> and you never found out who it was no bro fuck that dude oh Shit. i don't like that well, he's got dave, a family too get the yo, fuck da out dave says he has the same problem with barstool fans though they find his phone number and call him and just fuck yeah. with him oh yeah but what it's, i it's do tough. think it is those i have a couple buddies that listen to the show and they know and i think they're fucking with me oh uh, that <laughs> would make sense yeah, yeah. And one of them literally lives like down the street from me. So I'm like, I think it's that motherfucker. You motherfuckers. It's one fucking. of these things in like 10 years, he's going to be like, remember that fucking succulent? <laughs> remember, remember when you were all afraid for your family and shit? Yeah, remember yeah, when you slept me, with a loaded gun next to your Yeah. <laughs> that's a good prank, though. Yeah, that is yeah. a good prank. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate a great prank, and that's a great prank. If it Any, is a prank. You. Any yes. prank that makes you arm yourself in fear of your family. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you win this one, sir. Bro, but seriously, like when I look at the podcast, it reminded me of something because my brother called me when I told him you were coming on. And he's like, dude, you've been like, remember when you used to watch the Dirty Heads cooking show? And I was oh like, yes, God. I do, bro. You guys have been ahead of the curve. <laughs> artists that are finding different ways to like show your fan base that you're actual human beings. Like you guys back then, what was it? It was like, what was the it name was, of the cooking show? I think it was Getting Baked with the Dirty Heads. <laughs> I just remember the Bananas Foster episode where you fucking shoved the banana in the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, you guys remind me a lot of like Action Bronson in that way, where you guys are finding oh, like, different ways to like showcase who you are. Because that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of people nowadays are tired of like the classic, like, you know, we're fucking mysterious artists and here's our rollout and this is the next era of who we are. It's like, no, we want to see what you are as a fucking human being, dude. Dude, yeah. that's that's why Barcel's become so successful is because like anybody who reads or watches our shit knows we're just normal fucking humans 100 and like if you like i always put like you guys are all rock stars i always put rock stars on that pedestal and like even doing the podcast with you last march or may or whatever it was last year i was like these guys are all fucking normal mm. they're all normal dudes you know and well, that, and that sells some people oh uh, yeah well, Kenny's well, a fucking weirdo, yeah. but. normal in a certain perspective but it's it's also like dude like so many people, I think, get into that spot where, like, especially, like, in, like, L.A. right now, I feel like there's this, like, click of people that, like, think that they're, like, running the industry and, like, they're, like, everybody's too fucking cool for school. But then I think, like, there's so many of people in this industry now that are just like, fuck this shit, dude. Like, this is – we have the opportunity to make a goddamn podcast and show you who the fuck we really are. And I think you guys have always yeah. done a good job of that, Duddy. 
No, totally. And you know, and I think it's a lot this day and age too, is it's like, you don't need LA and a huge label and a full team behind it and all this shit, dude, you could just open up your laptop and make some dope shit and put it out right now. hundred percent fucking free. So they, they kind of, it, you used to have to suck that dick and now you don't you don't at all bro and that <laughs> dude it makes me so happy and i know yeah. Ke- kenny's obviously been on the other side of things too you work with red bull you've you've had the fucking label yeah. experience and now you're doing it your own way like kenny's obviously enjoying it because he fucking tells me all the time <laughs> i mean there's just less dick that you suck as you start to figure it out you know what i mean that yeah. like you don't and, and like daddy was saying like really it's just it's on you it's on the individual because it, you can open up your laptop you can make a song you can put it on a playlist push thing you can yep. fucking do it you know you can do the whole thing make a video buy a green screen for 100 but like you can do it all and it's and when people are like how did you do it like even with my new solo shit and they're like how did you get it on the radio I'm like i fucking asked them yeah dude. Like, i don't know what you yeah. want me to do you know? dude, it's like yeah it's uh, that's it i asked them that's that's the problem a lot of people have it's like how did you even what you're like i just hit them up and like they i just, I just said asked no, but they said yeah so i was stoked you know? it's to me too because yeah. like i'm i'm you guys have been in the position where you're like at a certain level i'm working my way up and i think like i had a certain breaking point like two years ago where i was like i'm not doing this like i'm not yeah. it's just funny it's like the only place on earth like you have to play this game to get where you want to go mm-hmm. like totally I, I don't want to fucking do that. I want to be in Philadelphia and be like who I am and be an asshole and say things that I want to say. And I'll be honest though. Like I still like Kenny always and Dave always suggested I like let loose a little more. I still think constantly about what I'm saying. Cause I still have this like edge of being like, well, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to say the wrong thing too many times. Well, I mean, this day and age, you kind of have to a little bit like yeah, even when we're yeah, on the yeah. podcast and shit some sometimes we you know we'll say something like <laughs> that was yeah, last week delete that they, no, Dave, said like, some, yeah. Dave said some <laughs> shit and just went yeah this and he went cut that all right here <laughs> yep <laughs> what did i say anything? i forgot what i said yeah. yeah let's not let's not go there i think you said the c- i think you said the c word in some sort of negative connotation like you you said like so and so is a c word no, oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, it's just I one of my favorite words. Yeah. yeah. If, if Kenny You're not had Australian. It, if Kenny had it his way, dude, I'd be in jail by now. Like, I would have said some dumb shit that, like, I would have just, like, all right, internet jail. Internet, internet jail, thing, yeah. Man, internet if there's jail, anything right? I've learned in whatever amount of time I've been doing this shit is that people gravitate towards honesty. That's the only thing that yep. I've learned yep. is that, like, no matter how hard I try to be something, when I'm just myself, more people pay attention. 100%. Honest to a fault almost. But bro, I even got yeah. nervous. I even got nervous about cutting that Taylor Swift quote or like that Taylor Swift section out last week and putting it on YouTube because I was like, dude, her fans are nuts. We were t- I was talking some shit. Like nothing happened. Any press is good press, man. Nothing happened. Like every time no. I get like worked up about that kind of shit, I like the next day I'm like, why did I even care about Who cares? And you also have to think too like, okay, well the fans of hers and not all of them, but the fans of hers that are psycho and that are going to go online and bash you, would they really have been your fan ever? hundred percent, bro. But all the fans you would have made by just speaking your truth and who you are. And you, like you said, you weren't really bashing her, but you said some shit. So who gives a fuck about those crazy people? They wouldn't have been your fan anyway. Fuck it. Any press is good press, man. Yep. Totally. Bro, I need that t-shirt. Yeah. I need to get that tattooed yeah. on my arm. Like it's momento. And I'll just oh, yeah, think about it all the like, time. I get DM nonstop. Not, uh, not nonstop. Like, I don't know. <laughs> call it a, call it a handful of times a week. Where it's like, dude, you fucking suck. I'm sitting here with my buddies at the bar and we're talking about how much I hate you. Like, stop going on fucking barstool shit. I'm like, dude, I want you to think this through real quick. I want you to just use your brain. 
And I love people that use their brains because not a lot of people use their brains. I'm like, you're sitting at a bar with your buddies talking about me. I don't know who you are. So like, who's winning right now? Someone's winning, someone's losing. And I tend to think because I have a brain that I'm the one who's winning and you're the one that's losing. And they're like, oh, well, like, I didn't think you'd respond. Like, that was actually pretty cool. And then they're like, you want, they want to say, I like you now. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, do you ever play the reply game, Duddy? Like, if people, because who, first off, who would talk shit no. about the Duddy heads? But, like, would you play no, the reply lots game? Lots of people. Trust me. Really? We, we, have to, we have to go back to our reggae roots, apparently. I don't know. But oh, uh, we get told that. But it's so funny. We get told every album we put out, it's like, you got you got to go back to your reggae roots. And we go, fuck, dude, like our first four songs we put out were just hip hop songs, 100%. zero reggae. They were just rap songs with a stupid guitar lick and like antelope i got no time those were our first songs there's zero reggae in those songs it's just a a fucking rap song but no so we laugh but no i don't play the reply game um i laugh about it like you said it's it's okay so we'll get a hundred people going i love it it's great great new album super stoked or you'll even get the people like you know what first couple listens i'm not super into it but i'm sure it'll grow on me like it always does you know whatever honesty i love it but then you'll get the fucking you guys suck. You guys sold out. <laughs> you guys fucking did, but, did, did, did. but then you look, you're like, okay, well, who, why do I care what fucking Toby underscore 420 <laughs> says? 69. Click on his thing and you're like, he's 16. He, he, he has dreadlocks. You're like, what? I don't, who gives Bro. a fuck? You know, like, put a cork in it, Toby. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> the biggest thing for me is, yo, I've never once commented online i think if you yeah. make shit you're not Thank a you. comment person like you don't like you don't you don't make things and then go to somebody else's youtube and be like this is dog shit kill yourself dude comment sections on the internet are like the don't read the, them bro it is the like the bowels of society it is they're the worst fucking places on earth 100%, it's, yeah, it's zero constructive criticism ever it's just a oh, bunch no. of fuck you but that like goes back to my original point in the dms it's like dude you're listening to my shit. Yeah. Like you have some sort of expectation of me. Like why? I like, like... Hit, I like to hit all the negative comments with just a good old undercase. <laughs> LOL. That's it. They're like, this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. It's just LOL. LOL. Bro, we need to give nice. Kenny control of the social media accounts. I want Kenny to just go <laughs> ham online, bro. <laughs> I would I would have zero issue with that because Kenny's an honest person. And, an honest and person. I don't think it's... you should be able to get in trouble for being honest. Dude, as soon as Max started going off on his Twitter, on his Eve 6 Twitter, they blew the fuck up. Because everybody's yeah, like, honesty, yeah, holy yeah. shit. He's like, honesty. fuck. Actually, I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, my, but my thing is, yo, like, it's not even honesty from my perspective. Like, I'm an honest guy, whatever. But, like, I just don't think my opinion matters that much. Like, I also just don't, like, I don't like the... What the what's the point of me putting shit out in the world when it's just going to be combative? Like, I don't like I don't like Twitter because Twitter is, like fucking combative ass spot like, it's I'm not black and white man. non it's it's one side or the other there is no subtlety there's no conversation on twitter anymore. no nope, it's, it's not allowed but that to me is like why i shy, I shy away from it because i'm not really a combative person i'm not that kind of guy yeah. that shit drives me nuts that's why i fuck with instagram because instagram is literally I just, I just put it's like something shiny like you know what i mean like it's yep. it's not like it's just something for me to look at so and exactly and if you were scrolling through instagram one day like you probably do and you saw something that maybe you didn't like are you gonna be like wait a second <laughs> oh, oh, you piece of shit. Like you're not, you're just going to scroll past it and not think about it fucking twice. Like, 
<laughs> I just like, yo, I always want to say to somebody when they get scrappy on Twitter, I just be like, yo, keep do that when you see that person in per- like in, in person. No, like, I have never one time in my entire life met a fan and they're be like, you suck. Like I fucking hate you. It's always like, can I take a picture? Like, uh, I love the work. Like keep up the great content. It's the, bottom dwellers in the comment sections on the internet that are the fucks and they bro, and i'd be lying if i said they didn't get to me here and there bro you need to t- you need to like print out all the me- like the tweets and shit with like pictures of the people so if you meet them and like in your wallet like just unroll it and just be like, oh no but that's the oh, other I thing it's always pussy. it's always like uh it's always like uh new england fan sixty nine sixty nine with an avatar of tom brady like shit like that yeah. it's ne- oh, yeah. it's never oh, the yeah. real names it's never the real no. names. Okay, this is a good uh, new segment tweets from dave's fucking dms and but <laughs> see you guys said you're not reply guys if someone's uh, talking shit i have zero problem responding like oh, i yeah, got no, i don't either and honestly one of the one of the flip sides to this and i don't know if duddy can speak on it but like you i will praise somebody on twitter like love this record love this record whatever the fuck it is totally. and as soon as you say anything that's not positive you're the worst human being on mm-hmm. fucking earth and my wife would yeah. be like you can't fucking say that and i'm like I feel like it's unfair that when you have fans, you're no longer entitled to an opinion, right? Like you can yeah. only have positive yeah. opinions. And it's like, well, that's not fair mm-hmm. because I don't like this. I'm not saying anything yeah. about this person, but I, I, I didn't vibe on this record. And people are like, like, as soon as you get fans, you're no yes. longer entitled to an opinion. You can't well, have them. Especially like that pop world. Like if you ever see somebody say something negative about like Megan the Stallion or like someone like that, yo, motherfuckers go him they oh, yeah. destroy people or like the k-pop thing which by the way that is one thing that is off limits on this podcast i'm not dealing with the k-pop kids yo they will they will find my social security number and drain my bank account oh, yo, my they're, they're 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 feisty bro they yeah, they, they like they screwed that. over trump <laughs> in a uh in one of those um rallies or whatever one of yep, the funniest yep. things i've ever seen in my entire life that was yo could you imagine being like the president of the united states and your rally got taken down by like 13 year olds online like, just saying welcome like, to 2021 bro up, dude. dude no one doing so it banging, dude. it's the power yeah, of the internet i said it crazy. last week i this is like i don't know three four years ago i remember i was walking from a softball game in like the middle of the week uh to uh, our post-game bar that sponsored us and i'm looking at twitter as i'm walking and Justin Bieber said, like, I really like frozen pizza. It was something like that. And all I responded was pussy or bitch. I was one of the two. And all his little fucking fans reported me and I got suspended because of it. Like, oh the, my God. The stands for the big, big, big pop stars, you do not fuck with them. If they like yeah. militarize, they take over the world. Oh 100%. my God. That is insane. So many, because Twitter didn't give a shit or wherever you, wherever you said that on. But they got so many complaints. They were like, fine, yeah. whatever. We'll suspend him for a week. Who cares? A week, sure. But- <laughs> so much Just stop this- talking to us. Just, uh, yeah. So much of the stuff that goes on on Twitter is like that, where it's like, why do you care this much? Fine. All right, already. We'll find we'll this person. Shut up. <laughs> all right. Well, real quick, before we go into anything else, let's go into, let's do our segments real quick. Let's go into on the list, off the list. Uh, so I'll start out. We'll go Dave, Kenny, and then Duddy. So, all right. uh, for my on the list this week, Dave, this has something to do with you too. Is Dogecoin? Dogecoin going through the roof, bro. Guess what I fucking did this morning? What'd you do this morning? What do you think I did? You sold it, didn't you? I sold it. I put fifty bucks into it. I sold it for like twenty five hundred dollars profit, and I looked again, and I would have sold it for three grand profit a few hours later. Whatever, I immediately bro. bought a hundred more bucks worth though, <laughs> just in case it gets up to a buck or whatever. So funny because I'm all I'm in. I'm into the crypto world. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. And I'm doing very well in the crypto world. My man. I didn't fuck with Doge. 
I got in late on the doge. I was just like, well, I got in late on the initial doge because I was just like not buying the hype. And then it fucking slowed way back down and I Mm -hmm. saw it starting to do some stuff and I was like, nah, nah. And then the other day, no joke, like two days ago, my buddy's like, man, Doge is at like nine. Yep. It was I think it's going to go up. And I look, I'm like, dude, nine right now is the highest it's ever been. I'm like, you're going to buy in at the highest it's ever been. I'm like, that's such a bad idea. Right now it's at 17. Yeah. Bro, so it was at 17 at the start of the podcast. Yeah. I talked him out of buying well, in. I'm getting a text from him every three hours long. Like, I fucking hate you. You're the worst friend. I'm like, dude, I told you after this is not financial advice. Yo, by, by the way, <laughs> cliff about buying something at nine cents. You're like, bro, you're really going to get in at nine. I'm, I'm talking gonna- all smart. Like, you don't want to buy in at the top, bro. You got to wait till the dip. Wait for the market to normalize, bro. Wait for the market to normalize. Yeah. <laughs> right, so are my own. So I bought 400 this- bucks of uh, uh, Bitcoin in uh, February of 2017, and I was so broke, I needed the 400 bucks back, and I sold it for like 100 bucks profit. Oh, yep. wow. You would not be doing this podcast right now. It was $20,000. It would have been about $20,000 that I would have made right now, Do which you know is a lot it, of money. I think you would have been a lot more than that. I mean, back then, oh, how much was it back then when you bought it? That was like, uh, it was at, it was at 400, or I forget exactly what it was, but I, yeah. I had like a, a third of a Bitcoin or something. Oh, okay. 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 And, but I would have made 20, 20,000 bucks yeah. as of like a month ago when I looked at it. No, it's crazy. Shit's going wild right now. And, uh, yeah, that's a conspiracy one of those theory of mine though, too. It is. I and don't get how it works. Though, yeah. I don't I've learned too. It is, it goes with conspiracy queries, uh, religion and politics. Like you got to know who to talk to it about like i got my couple friends that i'll talk to them about crypto but i'm not going to a party or bar and bringing it up because it's just people oh fuck Yo, do you know, like, do you know of, my fr- for you. <laughs> of my friends my dumbest friends all have a bunch of cryptocurrency which oh, i can't dude. believe like i have a hard time like literally my 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 friends that like would openly be like yeah dude i'm dumb like they all have massive crypto and i'm like dude, what the yeah. fuck all no, right I'd so retire like, yeah, on bed yeah i had one one buddy who like really talked me into it a few years back and i fucking i text him still this day i'm like i just want to say thanks for that i love thanks you. for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, dave, dave who's on your list so this one's near and dear to my heart and i hope it's near and dear to your heart i know it's going to be near and dear to kenny's card because he's a scumbag i got old country buffet on my guest <laughs> list yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah exactly Florida, i knew man. i get that shit he i knew his ears were gonna perk up immediately that's that's like sunday after church man they have elite macaroni and cheese if you talk shit about old country buffet you're talking shit about me and i don't like you talking shit about me. are you a golden corral guy are you a golden corral either guy? or i mean they're interchangeable i i was uh more keen and uh i had more of an affinity for old country buffet um but it, it's just the whitest trashest scumbaggiest oh grossest place ever and i absolutely fucking love it everybody has a scumbag spot bro yeah Yeah. everybody has a scumbag spot yeah what's the the hometown buffet i'm guessing it's the exact same thing (laughs) it's it's they're all the exact same thing you got the shitty chicken tenders you don't even know if it's chicken but um like i i grew up with a big family there's i had five siblings two adults there's eight of us and i remember when we would walk in they charge you as you walk in instead of like Mm -hmm. after you eat and they charge you by age. So like in the conversion van, the big Chevy Yasha would be going to Old Country Buffet. And my parents would be telling us, hey, you're not nine years old today. You're six years old today. Oh, yeah. And like we are all and we didn't understand it until like years later. We're like, oh, they were just trying to skim off the top because they're fucking assholes. 
but I, I love Old Country Buffet. Do not talk shit about it. It's just, <laughs> I, I called it white trash scumbag food. It's, I think, the classiest of class establishments. So on that note, though, do you think buffets are a thing of the past? I think so, yeah. yeah Pandemic probably, probably killed that. Yeah. Shit, I never I thought think, about that. R.I.P. buffets. I think buffets, buffets are gone. I'll tweet the yeah. picture. I'll retweet it. But la- it was like the first week of March last year, so a little over a year ago. Um, we're at Mariano's, which is our local, like, I don't know, Albertsons or whatever you guys have, um, in California. I don't know what any of that means, bro. All right. Mariano's is like our chain grocery store and they have like the hot buffet line and you can go in there and get, yeah, same shit, uh, same exact shit. And I went to the soup ladle and, and one of my coworkers, all I did was pick it up and he goes, can you believe Dave's eating straight from the soup ladle? (laughs) And this was like when the pandemic was starting to really pick up steam. And the everybody in their and I just lifted it up. I didn't actually do it. Everybody in their mother was ready to Lost fucking crucify shit. me, like li- literally nail me to a cross. But it was a good troll move, I thought. Bro, but I will say I think that buffets have a chance to come back heavy in like Texas and Florida, where they're all just like, "This ain't real. This isn't real That's going on down here." Just to be defiant and contrarian, they're just all restaurants are going to become buffets, and you just like, sneeze on everything. Speaking of Florida, Kenny, who's on your list? We do it on the list, on the list. What did I put down? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just noticed the other day. This is kind of a lame one because it's actually a good one. Mm. Uh, is Ben the bass player from the Dragons? He's doing this thing right now where he's donating three grand a day to a different charity for 365 days, and he's wow. been doing it for about 60 days so far. And like, that's right, that's awesome. Yeah, that is. You know awesome. what? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 mine's not funny. But like I saw that and I was like, damn, Ben. That, and that's, this is Imagine Dragons? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, getting that thunder who, money. Who get this? This is the yeah. same guy who, when we toured with them, in the middle of our set, Ben would get down to his underwear, put toilet paper coming out of his the back of his underwear, have a full beer, and just walk across the stage while Aaron's like singing, doing his thing, and Aaron's all mad, and Ben's just standing there drinking his beer in his underwear. Good man. <laughs> Good man. Oh, God damn, I miss tour. I miss I miss other bands fucking with tour you. pranks. Best ever. Tour pranks, man. Tour pranks are good. Uh, Duddy, who's on your list? All right, this one's not very funny either. This one's just simply because I just yesterday or two days ago it was now I guess I saw that movie Nobody. So Bob Odenkirk and I think Ooh. I just fucked his name up probably. No, no that was right. That was right. That yep. movie was so fucking rad. He killed it in that movie. I was laughing the whole time, and I just thought it was such a good movie, and he killed it. So he's on my guest list. Bro, he uh, grew up in yeah. my hometown, went to uh, Rival High School. Oh, really? Nice. Yep. <laughs> Naperville, Illinois. Bro, yeah, shout out to Bob Oden- Odenkirk too, because like the early career of like Mr. Show and being like this weird off the wall comic. Totally. And then he- he gets like this weird midlife thing where he's like, okay, I can be Saul Goodman. And then now he's just like a G out here, Bro. John Wicking people, dude. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, nobody watch it, man. That was a, that was, it was, it was way better than I was expecting. I'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, he certainly into an awesome fucking actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I need to watch Better Call Saul. I haven't gotten into it yet. It's great. I, I haven't either. But after watching that movie, I'm like, I'm watching that shit. <laughs> I think I'll <laughs> just sold watch. me. I it's going to pick watch- up again soon. And uh, he's he's just now becoming crooked, so it's starting okay. to really pick up steam, and it's it's awesome. It's not quite cool. as good as Breaking Bad, but it's perfect like substitution for it. Bro, I think I'll just watch anything with like a middle aged like downtrodden guy just murdering people. Like I'm in. Taking. I watched. I watched Falling Down the other day. Dude, oh. the, the Equalizer with Denzel. Denzel's just out here murking people. Yeah, that's great. This might say more about me than anything. This is kind of <laughs> uh, my off the list. Uh, I actually picked Twitter 
because I just today has been insufferable on the app. I can't deal with it. Everybody's at everybody's throats. No one's happy. Uh, so Twitter, a very just, healthy community, bro. No, that's my thing. I, I think it was uh, a Barstool thing the other day. They were like, like these people online are always talking. They're like, dude, I'm so sad. Like life is so shitty, but they spend all their time in their mom's basement, just trashing people. Oh, like they live for it. They live they, for it. They whip out their dicks and beat themselves to it. I don't understand it. It <laughs> no, makes no sense to me. It's torture porn, dude. I think it's just when you got nothing else going on in your life and all you do is stare at the internet. It's the only sense. And of eventually power they you have. just become that person. You're like, it's all I have. Yo, Kenny, that's oh, such like... a good that I say that all the time. Most of the time it's like people who are like complaining about situations of power. But if you look at it too, that situation of these like online trolls who are just constantly looking to take people down all the time on the internet, it's they a power a dynamic. Voice. It's they a don't power have a voice dynamic. Anywhere else. No, nope. like it, some of these people like live, like literally live to make sure, like to dig through people's old tweets and be like, oh, yeah. I got you, you piece of shit from when you were like 13 oh yeah you're yeah. dead yo yeah. that is that is the exact thing are That's we a, all kind yeah. of lucky uh, maybe i guess i'm a little older duddy you too that like the whole social media thing came kind of further into the career a little oh bit yeah because yes. for those first 100%. like five years of like starting touring you're like i fucking Bro, would have been <laughs> if there was a camera in every single oh, person's yeah. pocket as i was Fuck. coming up i'd be in jail yeah, See, we'd, be, so, we'd be so fucked. I'm a little <laughs> bit younger than you guys, right? So my, yeah. literally, I think if you were born in 1991, you hit every step of the way. Like, I Oof. got hit at the worst spots of everything. Like, I, I, like, to me, like, I look at it and I think about it. I'm like, yo, Twitter used to be the Wild West. Twitter used to be lawless. Twitter used to be oh, yeah. fun. Twitter's not that way. No, no, no. It's no. just not. So Twitter's well, even all- what's the craziest to me now, too, is, like, thinking about I never, because I've been with my wife for 20 years, mm-hmm. married 10 with for 10 before that. So the thought of all these young kids and the, the Tinder and shit, oh. like that blows my mind. I never touched that. I never, that was never a part of my life. Me neither, so man. to me, it blows my mind. And don't get me wrong. I have friends my age that are all over it. And I watch them doing it. And I'm like, so they're just going to show up now and. <laughs> Right, you like is that how that like, works like kids in high school have this shit now yeah too. it's like it's wild fucking like i didn't think duddy and i probably when i first started touring was like we we're still printing out maps printing yeah. out maps. you walk down the yep. street wait we go we go this yep. way. No. thomas yep. guide under the seat just in yeah. case yeah, yeah, dude yeah. I, i'll never forget this shit blew my mind so hard uh we were on tour middle of fucking nowhere it was like one of those day offs kenny you know what i'm talking about where it's like uh it's Elite a driving day off, or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we're just yeah. in the middle of nowhere. We we have a hotel, but not everyone has hotel rooms because we're not even we're leaving at like five in the morning. Yeah. You know, so um, couple dudes are in hotel rooms. Uh, I'm 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 just on the bus. Sometimes when I know we're not staying, I just like I go, I take my shower, do my thing, I get back on the bus. You got all your stuff yeah. there, your drinks, yeah, yeah, your yeah. whatever, you know. Um, so I'm sitting there and it's late. It's like two, three in the morning right now, and. The only other people that are awake are either sleeping in the bus or they're in a hotel room. And I'm just up with this guitar tech we had. It's the only tour he did with us. He was a fill-in. Super nice guy. But uh, it was like three in the morning and his phone beeps. He goes, boom. He goes, oh, I got to go. She's she's about to show up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, he's like, oh I met this chick on Tinder earlier and she just got Match. off work and she's going to come meet me in the hotel. And I was like, but you've never met her. <laughs> she's like, no. I'm like this is so unsafe for her. Like she's going to go to <laughs> yeah. the middle of nowhere to a hotel room to meet an absolute stranger at three in the morning. She's going to walk into your hotel room. And he's like, yep. And I was like, Oh my yeah, God, that's the crazy. This is insane. Like, so someone, that, someone's got to call the horny police on that one, dude. <laughs> so dangerous, bro. So dude, the, dangerous. Yeah. You know, the last time I was single, 
because I'm 29. I've been with my wife since I was 16. Nice. I had a my I had just gotten a MySpace. I missed everything, bro. I never had a dating app. I never hit up any, like it's never been a thing for me. But I got boys. You know, some of my friends marry Tinder. Dude, ten, we call them Tinderella. I have multiple best friends who have married <laughs> girls they've met on Tinder. Yo, Tinderella, got, I love that. Tinderella, bro, that's a real thing. So Twitter's oh. off my guest list, Joe. Dave, who's off your guest list? This one's boring too, but I couldn't think of anyone better because I'm fucking furious with them right now. But Terry Francona, I want to punch this Ooh. motherfucker in the face Why? right now. So oh, last night, night, so last night the Sox are up eight to nothing over the Indians. Carlos Rodon's got a perfect game through nine and or eight and a third rather, and um, there's a ground ball to uh, first base. It's a slow grounder, so the the runner he has a chance to beat it out. He slides. They call him out, and Terry Francona reviewed it. Oh. At that point in the game, I know it's like within his like his rights to review it. You just pack up. You he, he was called out. You, it doesn't matter if he's safe or not. You fucking let that – you just let it go. You're bro, not coming un- back. That's, that's against the un- unwritten rules. That's, that's an unwritten rule of baseball yeah. right yeah. there. Bro. Let it go, dude. I could Let's see if it was a one-run game. Absolutely, you have it's to review eight it. nothing. It's eight-zip, and there's already an out. And that and that almost fucked over the perfect game. He ended up hitting the next batter, which Ooh. sucked. But he did get the no-hitter, which is still awesome. And uh, but I mean Terry Francona is an old school fucking guy. guy he should yeah. know better. He, he should, should know, know better. better than that. He so Terry Francona, you are not invited in in inside. I gotta I gotta give David a shout out too because last night like I was scrolling through Twitter and I wasn't watching the game and I seen they threw a perfect game and I looked at Dave's Twitter and it was just like agi- like just complete joy. So I retweeted it and I put the picture like the gif of Stan Marsh covered in jizz and I was oh, like, yeah. this is Dave right now. Yeah, was that you? Were you? I love it. it. It basically was. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right, Kenny. Who's off your guest list? Uh, mine's semi boring, but I think we can all feel it motherfucking commercials i got Ooh. out of cable tv to get rid of the commercials every fucking streaming service i see that i have has fucking commercials Thanks. i pay hulu for no commercials you know what i get commercials commercials well now you got to get like hulu plus or something to get That's no commercials. Have, bro got I still it get but commercials. still like abc and all the other ones still fucking commercials Fuck youtube every fucking 30 seconds is a goddamn commercial Anyway, you, that's a that, We've been talking shit about the internet a lot today. You know what drives me? Like, it actually scares me to an extent. It's targeted advertisement. Facts. Mm-hmm. I was texting a buddy, and I do a lot of texting on my MacBook. I was texting a buddy, and he just bought a smoker, and we were just shooting the shit. He's like, dude, check out this brisket I just smoked. And I'm like, that looks fucking awesome. We're talking about, I bought my dad a smoker last Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Nice. I go on the, uh, to like a webpage and it says order, order ribs and beef brisket. Now on like one of the side advertisements, I'm like, yep. I wasn't, I was not like Googling this or something. I was talking about this in a text message. And that's, that's why fucked up. the most valuable currency we have in this world is data. It's data. fucking data. Yep. It's the mega data. It's the way of the future. And that's what the fuck is going to be it's, paid for. It's like, it's it's getting a little invasive. And I was always one of those like, oh, I don't care. Fucking survey me all surveil me all you want. Like I'm not doing anything wrong usually. To be fair, I have fallen into it and been like, you know what? I do want a lazy boy. Like I'm mm-hmm. I am gonna buy this. Oh, thing. I do it. So you're part of the problem. You know I, yeah, how much yeah. shit I bought <laughs> I bought off fucking Instagram, like scrolling through all the Instagram models. Oh yeah. Like, oh, a knife set? Oh, I don't need knives, but I'll buy this hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> knife set that's Japanese like samurai sword metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I see that. Dave's going through. He's like, he's like, uh, booty pick, booty pick. Yo, Japanese swords. Fuck this it. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, babe, let me show you my sword collection. Yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah. So I did it. This actually did happen. 
it actually came from like overseas, but they didn't like air mail it. They put it on a fucking ship. It took like three months for me to get the fucking knives. And you didn't even want them at that point. I didn't even want them at that point. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. All right, Dunny, who's off your guest list? All right. So uh, I had two and I couldn't figure out who, but uh, for both of them, bro. Uh, you want, okay, I'll give you this first one because this is really stupid. And I, the only reason this we is love because stupid. my daughter's gotten into this lately. So I'll take her. And I fucking, I just look at it and I'm like, that ain't right, man. All these new like chain pokey places coming up and they spoon the to the salmon and or the and it's like it's like a sitting in a tub almost like a subway tub and it's like uh, squares of raw fish, fish? Yeah. and they just take a spoon and they and, and it sounds like mac and cheese just here's your yeah. raw fish i'm just like no you can't come oh my god that's a good one Ooh, that's definitely that. lessons, bro yeah. you don't fuck, i don't fuck around with raw fish if it's not don't get like me wrong prepared. i love pokey pokey so I, is dude. delicious but it, it needs to be done right Right, Hell the yeah. chain ones where it's like just out of the frozen bag no, and then like dumped into the. It's like buying gas station sushi. You just don't do it, bro. It's you not a thing. It. No. Who, what, what else was off your guest list? Okay, so this one is, I'm going old school. And the only reason is because the other day this came up and I started talking about it and I really started thinking about it. And I was like, what the fuck? How did we let this slide for so long? How did so many people let this slide before we realized this is the grossest? Okay. The cherry poppin' daddies cannot come. <laughs> yes. because your name. Yes. How the fuck did that name slide for so long? The they cherry poppin' daddies. It was so a different a guy, time 15 years a ago. A guy in that band was like, yo, I got an idea for our band name. Let's call ourselves the cherry poppin' daddies. Everyone agreed. Then a manager found them and was like, cherry poppin' daddies, daddies, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, that's tight. And then a label found them and the whole label went, cherry poppin' daddies, fuck yeah, love for it. For sure, for it. sure. D- I've never cherry thought about that daddies. It this sounds moment. Like, it sounds like if you were scrolling through like the porn channels and you were like, oh, look at this, we got like oh. soccer moms, you know, mini <laughs> man, band co- confessionals, sweet, sweet, I might watch that. Oh, uh, cheerleaders uh, versus nerds, okay, might come back. <laughs> oh, let's see, uh, cherry popping daddies, fucking Boom, gross, keep scrolling. That's when you exit out and you just lock your phone. You're like, I don't yeah, even want so to anymore, bro. I don't even cherry popping daddies are gone. Dude, it's so funny because I've never thought of that that way. I've said the the name probably a million times i've never actually been like that's kind of fucked up how this came up is i was hanging out we were hanging out and this guy a buddy of mine's there he's a great dude he's wearing a jacket and the back of the jacket is a huge cherry popping daddy's patch and i just read it and i was like huh it's like you're back it says cherry popping daddies like that's fucking weird he, goes, and he was like huh. yeah and then we broke it down and he was like damn i don't think i can wear this jacket anymore <laughs> oh no shit bro you no know who, you know who buys those jackets? like just like creepy old middle-aged dudes who are like yes. still like hitting on like like 25 year olds like yes. he'll rock yeah. that jacket but yo your boy not even thinking he's just like dude this is a sick ass jacket and then you're like yo the jacket's kind of gross yeah and he's like oh, i never thought about it like that. i'm not one to judge or you know your music and what you like but first off you're wearing a cherry popping dance jacket <laughs> i mean come on come on come on bro <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then yeah so that's what a, what a way <laughs> to end that's all a great the off the list bro ways. so let's go let's go into what the fuck we've been listening to this week uh my pick for what the fuck we've been listening to this week uh it's funny you brought him up earlier in the show mob deep uh i've been going back through the infamous uh i'll just do shook ones part two because it's the most well-known just 
Masterclass, Queens, shouts out Queenbridge, Queensbridge. Just the best period of time in hip hop history. Like oh, yeah. that, Illmatic came out at that time. Like Queens was just on the map. And they it's were just, killing. Like, Bro, you, that's it. We talked about times of year when you can listen to an album last week. That's at any time of year. That's just like you're feeling grimy. Like you just want, like you're just like trying to get it fucking. The that's infamous. when you're walking down the street, you put that on, you're like, mm. I'm in, I'm instantly cooler oh. if I do that. Yeah, yeah, you are cool. You're walking a little doper for sure. Dude, rest in peace to Prodigy. Shout out Mob oh, man. So yep. Rest in peace, bro. Dave, what the fuck have you been listening to? Um, I got yelled at this for today, actually. Uh, I got yelled at for listening to this today. Um, cherry Poppin' Daddies? No, not the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, but that, it's like, it's, 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 I can't believe I've never thought of them in that manner. Right? No one did. Like, that's the I problem. Like, we let it slide. Yo, that's what you're doing. Dave won't show you what's on his t-shirt right now. Dave's kind of like down like this, but he comes up and says Cherry Poppin' Daddies. I was I like, wait, what the fuck? Anyways, um... Adele Chasing Pavement. It came on Spotify on the way to the office. It's an awesome song, but like all day in the office this morning, I've been here since like 8 a.m. It was like, should I give up or should I keep on it? And they're all like, shut the fuck up already. I'm like, I can't even stuck in my fucking head. Like, You're not a 47 year old white fucking working woman who needs inspiration. She actually <laughs> owes me 10 grand. She owes me 10 grand. Yeah, she owes me 10 grand. I My Why? sister got married like four years ago. And uh, she was playing at the United Center. So I had a Friday off work. And um, so my buddy texted me early in the morning. She's like, or he's like, Adele's playing at the United Center like next weekend or something. Check out what the tickets are going for. Get as many as you can. We'll just flip them. I'm like, awesome. Like, sounds good. So I bought the tickets. I got, I had a shitbox MacBook, uh, like the white ones. Remember the white MacBooks? Oh, and that thing, MacBooks. it was missing keys. It, it hardly worked. Some way, somehow, I hit refresh and I got the best seats in the fucking house. Like fifth row, middle uh, floor seats. They were unbelievable. And I looked at what they were going for at Madison Square Garden, 2500 a seat. And back then, and still a lot of fucking money, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to be $10,000 richer. I bought them for like 400 bucks or whatever it was. And um, so I go, I immediately, I got the tickets. I paid for them. I go to put them on Craigslist and eBay and like every ticket app you could think of. And she made it credit card entry because she was so sick of uh, ticket scalpers like me. Like, oh, like oh, you. Yeah, well, oh. I will say, as a bunch of musicians, fuck you, dog. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But 10 grand, <laughs> you got to cut me some slack. That's 10 grand, oh, yeah. you know? 10 grand I mean, it's 10 a sports grand, fan. He gets it. So <laughs> eventually through Ticketmaster, I lost my ID and I lost my credit card and lost my wallet and all that shit. And I eventually ended up getting the money back. But I still want that 10 grand. And Adele, you better fucking give it to me. Well, it sounds yeah, like she's like, like oh, I'm sure Adele's got that in her couch cushions, bro. Just just knock on her door. Uh, she lights her off. fucking joints with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just burning okay. $100 bills. Kenny, oh. what have you been listening to, bro? Man, I've, uh, I'm always going back in time. And this one came on the other day. Genesis, that's all. The fucking snare drum doesn't even come in until the second half of the second verse. Man, that's one of the he it's like heavy metal to me. It may as well be metal. They make so you wait. They make you oh, wait. Oh, yeah. And then as soon as that snare hits, you're like, I'm running Ooh. around the house. Oh, you blew because you've just been waiting so long. Yeah. You're like, there so it finally good. is. <laughs> so, Kenny, a couple weeks ago, Kenny brought up, he was like, yo, is Phil Collins the greatest songwriter of all time? He may be. He may be the best. <laughs> one, like, like just because all of this shit, it's like, how is this like 80s? synth kind of pop 
like heavy metal to me today. Like yeah. just the choices that he made her. He's so funny. He's one of those where I don't listen to much, but mm -hmm. every time I do, I'm just like, God, this is good. Same exact exactly. thing. God, this is that, so that damn good. I yeah. love finding stuff you forget you love. That's yes. yeah. Like, and you know, most of the time it's in the fucking grocery store. My fucking Shazam all the time in the grocery store. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had that, that happen funny. recently. I was like, I was in my wife's car and she has like the worst presets for her radio of all time. It's like, oh, God. like just like the pop channels and uh, uh, put your records on by Corinne Bailey Ray came on just a beautiful pop record dude and i like i straight up shazammed it i was like holy shit uh, to me it's all vh1 you ought to know artists remember those back in the day like, oh yeah oh, yeah straight up like keen and like like Nora jones was one like i found yep. so many I, like that i was talking about her this morning i have my entire life i've had a crush on her my not man, just because of her talent Nora but jones i think is Nora jones beautiful. is gorgeous She's oh, yeah. beautiful. She's also like the most talented musician on earth. So Ever. there's like, there's yes. like that going too. So Duddy, what have you been listening to? So I'm with Kenny, man. I don't listen to a lot of new music. I think any new music I find is usually from someone in the band or on the bus. Or like, have you heard this new band? They show me, but we haven't been on the bus in a while. So mm. uh, I'm going old school. I just got back from the river. We were just there last week. And I had this song playing so many times because I played it. And everyone there was like, holy shit, who is this? And it's Jose Feliciano. Ooh. And I don't know if you know who this is, but he's the dude that sings Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Yeah. Okay. Jose Feliciano, right? But you, okay, hear me out on this. Go and listen to Jose Feliciano's version of California Dreamin'. It's the best song you will ever hear in your entire life. I'm going to do that immediately I, after I'm we're done. That. So it starts out like you would expect, California Dreaming, right? And you're like, okay, I get it. This is his his version of it. It's it's, And then halfway through, he it flips, and you feel the flip. You're like, what's happening? Wait, what's happening here? And he just, just comes in it. hard I with all this flamenco it. guitar and all this singing in Spanish, all wild and making noises. And he just, by the end of it, you're just out of breath. You're like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. That was a roller coaster ride. I just yes. saved that shit on my Spotify. This guy looks like Rodriguez. You remember that oh, yeah. fucking guy talking about blast from the past? Like homeboy, like put out a record in the seventies and didn't get famous until 2014. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, bro, shouts out Jose Feliciano. Not the name I thought Dude. of year this week, bro. Yeah. He's got a couple other fire ones you'll, you'll find too. He, he did another really cool uh, cover of uh, it was like light my fire by the doors. That's I've heard just that before. Out of yeah. control. And you're just like, what? You'll find all these random songs of his where you're like, I just thought you were the Christmas song guy. Like, yeah. Nah, Duffy, this is fire. beautiful this i'm listening to it right now it's really good <laughs> right it's so good hell yeah dude See i don't want to kill the vibe in here um i just opened up my phone and the first thing i looked at was dogecoin it's at almost at 19 uh, now i'm gonna fucking kill bro, myself for selling that don't act like i ain't watching right <laughs> yeah I got, I got that like, shit firing dude I, I gotta know when i gotta drop out and drop back in dude let's go i hope this thing gets back <laughs> oh, to like God, eight dude. so i can just buy it buy it buy 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 I'm actually looking at it, laughing my ass off because I know my buddy's looking at it yep, who I yep. told him not to buy in. And he's just going, we're no longer friends. It's 21 cents higher right now than it was when I told him not to buy in. <laughs> so, <laughs> boy, your boy's probably standing by the Golden, Great, Golden Gate Bridge right now. With a picture of Duddy just hanging next to him, bro. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like I ain't got FOMO. I didn't buy in either. I should have listened to his ass. <laughs> all right so that's uh what the bug we've been listening to Duddy. this has been outstanding thus far man we got a couple more things to go but i do want to give a shout out to our pick of the week that we're going to be having coming up at the end here oh, yeah. uh, her name is rachel andy for those of you who don't know she's a friend of five
Foxtrot. She's a, a local Philly artist. She's absolutely fucking incredible. Uh, we have her on to play one of her songs from her recent album, but she also just spent a bunch of time in New Zealand. And for those of you who haven't been following what New Zealand has going on, they didn't have any corona cases, so they've had shows back. So she's been putting pictures online, I've been following it, of her rocking shows in New Zealand with, like, crowds and shit. So I wanted to have her on to talk about that because all of us have been sitting around. What are shows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are shows, bro? So speaking of shows, Duddy, I've seen you've been doing a lot of live streams, and I also saw you guys, you're doing a little, like, mini run with Rome. Yes, yeah. Dude, explain. So, well, <laughs> two years ago, I guess it was, about me and Rome, we had this idea, like, let's go. Uh, it was in between both of our bands touring, and some of the guys were doing, like, long vacations and stuff. So me and Rome were like, hey, let's go do, like, just a fun little, like, 10-show West Coast acoustic tour, me and you, you know, and uh, we'll I'll do a set, you do a set, and then maybe at the end we'll get together and play, like, Lay Me Down or something, you know, just for fun. We're mm -hmm. like, cool, let's do it. And then leading up to that, we were like, hey, let's like uh, do a cover song. Let's put out a cover song or something just to kind of like promote the tour. And then we can play that cover together on the tour. So we did Stone Me and mm. we put that out and we got such a great response about it. And people were confused. So we actually had like, you know, promoters and like some label people and things hitting us up. They're like, are you in Rome? Like, is that like a band you're putting together or what are you doing? And management was like, I think you guys should just do like a side project Roman Duddy thing. And it kind of grew from that tour. So during that tour, we were kind of figuring out what our project was going to be. And then that tour got shut down mm -hmm. uh, halfway through because of COVID. So we've spent this last time, uh, this last year off, we wrote an entire album together. Awesome. Um, Good shit. We've got, yeah, we've got 12 songs, originals that we're going to put out. We don't have a release date or anything yet. We're actually, we just have the 12 demos. They're, they're done, but we're shopping around right now like where we're going to actually go record it and who, oh, how nice. we're going to put it out and whatnot but so yeah this little run we're going to do is kind of just getting that back up and running you know um we're going to play obviously we're going to play some dirty head songs we're going to play some sublime with rome songs we're going to do some covers and then we're going to play some originals as well so yeah bro i i loved rome's uh like solo ep he put out in like 2013 2014 it had those like poppier kind of like yeah john's on there we love that shit in college and i love <sighs> I follow Rome on socials and he moved to Nashville, didn't he? He did. He just recently moved to Nashville. So are you going to go down there and record or what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I love Nashville. I spend a lot of time in Nashville. Um, mm -hmm. I love it out there. I mean, honestly, I've, I'm even looking at buying like a second home out there right now. So oh, I, dude, I really man. like it out there. I, I love the music scene out there is great. The people out there are great and it's really beautiful. You know, I think a lot of people when they think of Nashville, they don't think of like beautiful wooded areas with, like, you know, so you get a little bit outside, uh, you know, the city and you can really find some beautiful areas to live in. So it's, it's a great space, uh, great place. Yo. So I said, I got yelled at earlier for having that Adele song stuck in my head. And immediately when you said, lay me down, I, I started singing in my head. I said, I wish that I could say it's going to be in my head for the next week. And it's your guys. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. About that. Dude, head. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, is there any songs that like you guys and like we asked Chris Schiff with this, right? And this goes back to comment sections. When we had Chris Schiff from the Food Fighters on, I asked him or Dave asked him, is there any song you're just fucking sick of playing? And of course, like the, the comment section on YouTube was like, why would you ask him that? Why would you ask a Food Fighter that kind of a question? And then Chris yeah. was like, Chris was coy about it. But like, is there anything that you guys like at this point? Because I mean, you have you got all these songs that everybody loves so much. But is there anything like if you could take it off the set list every night, you would just take it off? Well, I think from a selfish 
point of view yeah there's so many because it's fun to play new stuff it's yeah. fun to play You've stuff grown. you haven't always played yeah, exactly. yeah you know um so yes as a, like a selfish band person you're like of course i would take off all the shit we've been playing and play <laughs> new shit it's fun but um yes i mean there's so many songs where you're like okay well we have to put this one in is it my favorite to play or even my favorite song no but the crowd loves it so much. And at yeah. the end of the day, you're up there playing music with your buddies and the crowd singing. So 100%. They bought tickets. It, it could be fucking worse. They bought tickets, <laughs> yeah. Yo, on, yeah. on, a, on a nerdy note, because I am a huge Dirty Head fan. I have been for a long time. Um, and you guys have worked with so many good artists. Like you have so many good, especially like Cabin by the Sea, that record, you had a lot of features on there too. Mm-hmm. Is there one feature that sticks out to you? Because I have one that I absolutely love. And I think Kenny's probably on the same page. Well, I have one that really, really stands out that I don't think most people might even know was a feature because it wasn't a vocal feature. And it was and it was back, you know, it was on our first album and he played on Stand Tall. He played on Chelsea and he played on Drifting. What? Who was I it? I believe that's it. And it was Billy Preston. What? Yeah, that was the most craziest one ever. And that was right when we were first getting going and they were like, we're like, we really want some like cool B3 and just some organs on these songs, you know? We're like, who could we get? And we were like, well, let's just make a list. We'll start at the top, we'll make a list and we'll and we'll just, we'll hit them up until they say yes. And the first person we hit just up ask. was Billy Preston. Bro, and get the they, And like within like two days, yes. And in, and in Stand Tall in the middle, that laugh, that's Billy Preston laughing. What? Because he messed up a little bit and he laughed. I'm not kidding you. He was the coolest dude I ever met. We flew to Arizona and went in the studio with him to do the tracks. Oh, wow. And we get there and he's just like a cool ass old dude. Very old. He was he was getting sick at that time. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, he, he had like a lady there kind of helping him and make sure and he was cool mm. and whatnot. And still but, just killing it, bro. Bro, killing it. He listened to he listened to the song two times through. And he's like, okay one take next song that's how they Listen do it, it man. Twice, that's how they do it bro. one take he made some notes things one take and then stand tall like he messed up barely where no one would ever know it. there was a mess up and that's why he laughed and he finished he's like do you guys want me to do that again because the mistake like absolutely really not, not, dude. not, not to, we're also keeping that laugh so if you want credit for lyrics hit us up you got it <laughs> bro, i'm so glad i asked that question because i yeah. the hammond b3 organ is my favorite instrument right organ. it's great my my feature, like vocal feature that I love, is Kenny's favorite rapper of all time. It's Del the Funky Homo Sapien on Smoke Rap. Oh, Del, yeah, he's oh. the man. What was Bro, that his like? line in that? Dude, my mascot is Sasquatch. When he went, because the coolest thing ever, yeah, because with unfortunately with uh, Be Real and with Del, we weren't there when they recorded their verses. Oh. We just we had to just send the beats, you know, and that happens a lot. I've done shit like that too. It happens. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, so you're just you're getting a verse back and you're from one of your favorite dudes and you're just like oh my god here it comes and you just play it and i remember listening to that and that first time i listened to that and when he was like my my mascot is sasquatch i just it's one of those where i like fell on the floor and i was like fuck yeah why didn't i write that oh that's so good that's that's so good it's so inspiring dude that's that's the best feeling possible is to be inspired i did the same thing with dell had to email a song and he emailed it back and we got the crew together and we hit fucking play and it blew our fucking minds to the roof you're like god damn has there ever been anybody you've tried to get a verse from and couldn't get it because i have one person that we reached out to and sent us back a quote that was like outrageous and it was so it was kind of a joke but now looking yeah. back at it i really wish that we could have got it it was yeah. low b the bass god 
Yeah. Like, I, I hit, I hit Lil B up on Instagram and I was like, like dearest bass God, please send us a quote for a verse. I would, I would do anything for a bass verse, which was mostly just a joke. Cause I find Lil B hilarious yeah. and he hit me back and he's like, he hit me back like literally like it was like a religious thing. He was like, all praises due to the base God. Uh, here is my quote for my verse. And I was like, nah, dog, this is not worth the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. That who, is insane. Who would you most want on a verse like if, that you haven't had yet? Alive well, or dead? This is who I want to do a song with. And, uh, and I, it wouldn't be a verse. I really, really, really think this would be amazing if this person sang a chorus and me and Jared did verses and Willie Nelson. Oh yeah. oh yeah oh fuck yeah fuck yeah now we're talking yeah and this makes too much sense it's almost if like you really did prepared, a chorus bro. to me and jared did some cool verses you know with oh it would just be fire that's what i'm talking about that's the right yeah. that's the right answer that is yes. the right <laughs> damn well dude honestly like duddy this has been outstanding bro um is there anything coming out dirty heads related do you guys have have a record drop in or have you guys been recording at all we have a, a lot of new music um we haven't really made an exact plan to put it out yet for obvious reasons. You know, we're just yeah. figuring out what's really going on. We, we definitely want to have a nice tour to back the, the new music. And yeah. uh, we put out those two new songs, you know, right when kind of quarantine started happening and then we didn't release the album. So I think uh, we're trying to maybe now get, get down with one or two more to throw in there. Cause I don't know if we'll add those other ones now it's been so long, but yeah. we're figuring out, but yes, to answer your question, we have, we have a lot of um, unreleased music that I'm actually really, really excited about. So um, nothing set in stone on the release date, but probably it's there. Next year. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, dude. Um, before we get out of here, I do have one more thing. So a big thing for this podcast is the fact that it originally started with we're teaching Dave how to play the guitar and we're taking him on a journey <laughs> to become a rock star. Nice. So, uh, one, we need your help. At some point, we're going to need to get your expertise on teaching Dave something in the music realm. But more than anything, we've been scouting out. We were talking to the Expendables last week, and they have a show. Okay. And we yes. said, can Dave come on stage and play at Red Rock? <laughs> and they were like, nah, nah not really. Like they were kind of like, <laughs> whatever. When you guys get back to shows, if you're in the Chicago area or we'll fly Dave wherever he has to go, can we bring Dave up on stage and just have him do something? You guys usually play like Navy Pier or some shit, right? We do the, the pier, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be real honest. So with the dirty heads, fuck no. Um, and that's only I'm saying, cause I know my band members. I'll be like, Hey guys, this guy, Dave's going to come out. And they're going to look at me like, Who the you know, fuck we is don't this do that shit. Right? Is. Well, we, we're not like, Hey, but what I am going to say though, Roman Duddy. Oh mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah, definitely. Because this is great. Cause we're going to go out and do acoustic shit. We're just going to be sitting there on stools, just me and Rome with acoustics. I'll put another stool next to me with another acoustic. We'll sit down there us three. And because uh, the, the Roman Duddy tour as well as a lot of in between songs, we're storytelling, you know, we're getting the yeah, crowd yeah. to laugh and interact. So it's a lot of that. So it could totally work for that. Dave's just gonna Dave's just gonna come on stage and start playing "Nothing Else Matters" by Metallica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Just super just heavy like, electric shit. No, <laughs> I'll cut you guys a deal. When you guys are in Chicago, I'll do as much promo as I can on on social media and everything. And I got oh, yeah. a large following in Chicago. Nice. And uh, you guys get me on stage for one song, where and everybody will be on the joke in on the joke. By the way, because they all know that I'm just some fucking asshole who's never touched an instrument. Uh, so it'd be it'd be like comedic relief at the same yeah. time it wouldn't be Dude, like a make a wish thing you're yes. ruining this for me because i'm out here working to train 
I'm working to turn Dave. You want to turn me? I, mean, like, I want to turn him into a, into a rock star, a machine. I want him out on stage and like assless leather chaps, like out here just like pyro going all around. Oh, you guys yeah. uh, seen the movie Three Hundred? Yeah. Yes. So you know, like how they trained him to become a warrior, like like he's feeding him literally to the wolves out in the wilderness. That's actually wow. what. Colin That's what wants I'm doing, hundred percent. Yeah. I just want to learn actually... how to like pick up a guitar at a campfire and try to impress a chick. Nope. nope. You know what? There's no. You want to get tossed to the wolves? Go sit on a stool with oh, yeah. an acoustic guitar and nothing fucking else. Yes, yep. sir. There's, yes, it does not get much more thrown to the wolves. That, oh, those are shit. the wolves. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> it is funny though because like we, what are like like the big show we had planned right before quarantine started actually involved Sublime with Rome. We were playing this huge amphitheater in Jersey for this radio station. And I was hyped because it was Sublime with Rome. So I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was first telling Dave about this, I'm like, when they rescheduled that shit, I was like, we're bringing you on stage in front of like 20,000 people. And Dave, nice. Dave, Dave I, every time we bring this up, I look at Dave's face. Like whenever I start to do this to, to, to guests and Dave's face just goes, yeah, he's scared shitless. You know? he's I mean, really but at the same time, I'm, I'm self-deprecating. So I could I could make an ass of myself and just run with yeah. it. You know, I just well, pop and dock him like like eight yeah. mile. Like I, totally. I, I make fun of myself more than they can. Yeah. So they have nothing, you know? So we're in the middle of a rock show. You're going to walk up to the mic and be like, by the way, I fucking suck. And uh, yeah. this is Dave. <laughs> they guess what you're going to do. No, yeah, you're exactly. Walk out and commanding the stage, bro. Commanding the stage. Kenny, Kenny has nothing to add to this. Kenny can't help. Kenny doesn't want to help. He wants to see Dave fail. No, I just I, I listen, love watching people fail. I know exactly how this will go. Yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. Buddy does too. The yeah. idea is great, and then when it happens, it's gonna be a little kind of weird. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be one of those. Oh. Well, yeah, this is, this goes right in where when people hit us up. Hey, can I propose to my wife on stage? <laughs> And we're like, yeah, we did that twice when we were like 20 and we learned real quick, dude, it sucks. The worst Nobody in the crowd ever. gives one fuck. No one knows what's even going on. Nope. And it, it always is the most awkward situation in the entire fucking world. So now we just say absolutely not. Sorry. It's right so up there with singing happy birthday to one of your oh, yeah, guys. Will you sing You're happy like, guys, birthday to my anymore. cousin? You're like, no, no we're playing words. a concert. Get the fuck Get out, the fuck out yeah, of here. Fuck the, only time, <laughs> the only time we did something like that recently um, it was before a big hometown show in Philly. We were playing the Fillmore's Jones sold out. And uh, somebody hit us up online before and was like, yo, my cousin is an enormous fan. They're going to be at the show. They just got back from two tours in Afghanistan. Can you shout him out? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Hell you yes have to yeah. say yes to that. Yeah, yes. no. And he was so cool, too. He came up after and like gave me a big ass hug. Yeah. That was cool. But like, were you, it's like, it's like almost like being a bar band because people would always yes. do that and walk up to you and be like, bro, can you play this song? Because me and my girlfriend fucking like we fell in love to this shit. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I have a set list here. Go yeah, away. I'm playing the songs that are written down right there. <laughs> Those are the ones I've practiced. Bro, so that's going to be it for the week, dude. Duddy, <laughs> I can't thank you enough. We want to have you back on, dude. And when we're out in, Anytime, Cal- man. When we're out in California, we're going to go on, on your forum. We're going to find your address. We're going to come over and you're going to help become David. Yeah, and we're going to put gonna succulents, succulents, succulents in your, in your front yard. Succulents. But no, if you guys are ever in Cali and I'm around, come and, you know, come into the bunker and jump on our podcast. Fuck Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck will, yeah. Bro. Hell yeah. Uh, so that's it for the week. Thank you to Duddy B. Thank you, Kenny and Dave. As always, tune in next week. Uh, we have another big guest coming up. We have David Shaw from The Revivalist will be on as well. So that's going to be a killer episode. We also have some more big guests that I'm not going to even drop yet. And one... There's one that I'm absolutely geeked out about. We'll get into that later on down the line. (laughs) All right, so before we get out of here, let's go into our pick of the week this week, Rachel Andy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our pick of the week is a friend of the band. Uh, Her name is Rachel Andy. She's the lead singer of Rachel Andy and the Fifth Element. 
an absolutely spectacular singer-songwriter from the city of Philadelphia, our hometown. Rachel, how are you today? I'm doing so well. How are you doing? I'm great, dude. It's good to see you. We played numerous shows together. We were in South By a couple years ago together. Uh, We have extensive history. Uh, But the reason (laughs) I brought you on today, not only to play the song Horizon, which is our pick of the week, you might have experienced the pandemic a little bit differently than everybody else because you have a little bit of a different experience. Yeah. New Zealand. How did you wind up in New Zealand? Yeah. So my boyfriend uh, is from New Zealand and we've been kind of going back and forth from the States and New Zealand for the past couple of years. Um, The pandemic hit and then he came to the States because he was allowed to come in here, but I wasn't allowed to go back to New Zealand with him. Um, And so he was able to get me a border exemption through proving that we were partners he worked so hard on this document and like got me into the country wow it was pretty crazy yeah Dude, and what so was, what was um, new zealand there, like was it completely different than I what mean, we were dealing with yeah um their lockdown was a lot more intense than ours um and then coming out of a two-week uh quarantine that we had to do as like a government mandate um, to make sure that you don't have COVID-19 before you exit into the real world. Um, yeah, the day that I got out of those two weeks was the day, like, 100%. And so since the day I was in New Zealand, pretty much after the quarantine, there was no COVID in the country. Wow. So everything opened back up, um, and music was happening again. And it was just such a surreal experience to be coming from here where everything shut down and you know like our careers and our lives are put on total halt um and then going there and just being like in this really weird shock that everything is so different there um and everything's open again and the fact that music was happening was just like i couldn't even believe it it was like unthinkable um and then after a couple weeks of like getting used to like okay like gigs are happening again like this is changing my life this is amazing um I uh my boyfriend's good friends who are in a band in New Zealand who are quite big who tour the country quite often um asked me to play in the band um and asked me to play saxophone and flute and percussion so um I went on tour with them during their summer which is our winter because they're in the southern hemisphere um and I went on tour playing saxophone and flute and percussion traveling the country and it was just such a weird experience because I was really grateful to be doing it but it felt like unreal and it was also weird to be like missing everyone back home and hearing about how hard it was and to not be there with everyone and not have experienced it in the same way it was like a really weird kind of push and pull well don't feel bad because we all would have traded spots with you I want to say that (laughs) There's a couple yeah. things I took from this. One, your boyfriend is the man. Because that that he's, is a guy, that's a good guy right there. He's the best. He's really sweet. <laughs> Two, shout out to New Zealand for being so strict. Because as you can tell, we're still dealing with it. And uh, it's it's been mayhem. But three, yeah. how did it feel to be one of the only people on earth playing live music? It was so bizarre. Just this like extreme washing over of gratitude that I just continuously had of just recognizing like we're one of the only 
people in the world who are able to do this right now. Right. And it was just an insane feeling. And I think everyone there had this extreme gratitude of like recognizing like we are so lucky to have what we have right now. Dude, I didn't even know this was happening because I knew I knew there had been some shows in China that went on when they cleared out their their um, the spread over there. And then I had heard about New Zealand. And then I saw you last week put those pictures up on Instagram. And I was like, being that our, our whole motto over here throughout the entire quarantine was like, look, Drake can't tour, Billie Eilish can't tour, Foxtrot can't tour. I think that's, that's a wash for us. We think we're okay with that. But to see that yeah. I got to live that, and not only that, the shows looked great. They looked packed. They, it was crazy. Like, come on. Sorry, I have to let my dog inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the band that I was playing with, there were some really awesome guys. Um, they've really kind of hit it off in New Zealand. And for the past couple of years, have been playing some really cool festivals. And yeah. so we were able to just yeah, play like a couple thousand people festivals during the pandemic. It was weird. It was really weird. Like, I still don't know how to feel about it. Like, very grateful, but just like weird. Oh, it's surreal. Just, yeah. I don't know if you've thought about it yet, but pen a screenplay and send that to Netflix because I'd watch that. Like, that's a movie script right there. Do you know what I mean? In a way, you, that's a movie funny script. Shit. If you're not going to do it, I'm selling that'd it, and be... I'm not giving you any money. Like, I'll no, sell the script, dude. <laughs> I know you would. I know you would. I'll come after you. I'm going to sue you. Oh, I know that. Oh, sorry. Well, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? You know how much. Okay. I, you, I, we told you this before. I'm from Northeast Philly. My mouth is fucking terrible. It's I know. Okay. I'm like, let me just, I, you know, no, never know if the, they're ch children or but. If there's children listening to this, I feel terrible for their parents because those kids are going to be saying some wild ass shit. So before we move into the song, I just want to say, just because I've known you for a little while now and, and I've, I've got to watch you up close and personal the way you play. But if I were you, don't feel weird about it at all, the whole experience, because you are so ungodly talented and you got put in that situation for a reason. And I'm glad that it worked out. But the talent Thank that you, you do have comes through in everything you do. So I just want to say that. Dude, thank you so much. That's really sweet. I really appreciate it. No need to thank me. Uh, let's talk about Horizon. It's a song you picked for the pick of the week. Yeah. Uh, so I had a couple of observations off the top, and I just wanted to know if you've ever gotten these before. But the yeah. intro reminded me a little bit of Explosions in the Sky, which I'm a big Explosions Really? In the Sky. Yeah. I, so you want to hear something crazy? I love Explosions in the Sky. In, on this album, on the very last song, um, I put in a line, remember me as the time of the day. Ooh. And that was an Explosions in the Sky song. Oh, I nailed this then. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool oh no i haven't heard that but that's so such a compliment i love that i love it's that. A, it's a beautiful song and uh, the other thing i wrote down was the bass line gave me a little bit of like a, a dear prudence vibe like a white album beatles vibe so that that's cool there's some some husky Beatles are my favorite band in the entire world so that's well it comes through so explain awesome. explain to me horizons because i don't want to butcher the name of the album can you give me the no, name no it's okay yeah it's to my mom Monk. It's French. Um, oh, okay. and it's, I just thought it was this really cool kind of idea um, that they have. And it means, like, the literal translation means, I miss you. Um, but the way that they kind of use it is um, like a piece of me is missing when you are away. Oh, wow. Like, almost like a piece of me lives on with you and is, is missing. It's a little piece. Yeah. And that's uh, kind of like. My wife speaks French. I need to like run this by her because I. Yeah, I, yeah, like it's you know like a 
um, it's not like the way you would say I miss you, right. you know, it's like a, an, a term of not endearment, but like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's, a turn of, it's a turn of phrase in a way in French. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Um, but I just, I love that idea. And I kind of felt like that was like this inspiration that I had for this album. Um, and I feel like I couldn't put it in English that feeling without it being like a sentence 100%. or two. <laughs> well, yo, and the, another thing about the record too, the, the artwork is beautiful, but I will say I always try and give people credit when their artwork matches the vibe of the album and it worked perfectly. Who did it? Oh yeah. One of my best friends, James Maduszewski is his name. Cool. He's an artist in South Philly. He's absolutely incredible. If you could tag him in this so people can see his artwork, he's so talented. Gladly. We'll be sharing the song all over the place. So I'll, I'll definitely tag him. Super cool. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, he's, he rocks. He's a great friend of mine. Um, yeah. So what was it about Horizon that made you want to pick Horizon? Yeah, I think, um, like, you know, it's been like two, two years and a little bit since I've released that album. Um, and so sometimes, you know, like, I'm sure you know what this is like, like with things you released like a little bit ago, like, you kind of like get stale oh, they, yeah. they get stale in this way where you're like oh, i don't really ever want to hear that again <laughs> you know, you, know yeah. what I mean? you like heard so many times like writing it and then recording it and doing it over and over and over performing it um and i feel like that song horizon like never even got a tint of that in me like every time i play oh, beautiful this um it's this like specific picking pattern on the guitar that's like a tremolo pick um that i really love to do on that song and doing that always like gives me this kind of like deep sense of peace and so that's kind of been like reflecting now on the album like one of my favorite songs on there and so i was like yeah that would probably be the one that i would want to choose if people were to listen and to have an idea of what the music sounds like and i mean it's a great song it's a great record and uh before we play it i just have one more question are you still playing yeah. the green gretch um so i found another gretch um it is a different color still Ooh. kind of greenish it's like a grayish blue green but the reason why I got a different one, even though I love that other one so much, it's like the best guitar I've ever owned. Great guitar. Um, the body was like a little bit too big and my mm. arm would stretch around it in a way that made me sing kind of weirdly. Like I was breathing weird. It felt like it was like <laughs> pushing into my diaphragm or something. I don't know. But it's a big body guitar. That's not a small guitar. Yeah, yeah. I really think it was just the body, the way my arm kind of curved over it. So I really wanted the same exact guitar, just with a smaller body. So that's kind of what I got. Um, but it's a junior version, so it's slightly shorter. Um, so it just fits a lot better, like, with the way that my arms and my body kind of a lanky, <laughs> like, praying mantis. So it feels feels better to have a smaller guitar. So those uh, who are listening but aren't, aren't going to watch this, uh, Rachel describes herself as a lanky praying mantis. So that's, that's, that's the, like, mental picture people will have in their head. That's all you need to know, really. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna go into the song now rachel thank you so much for taking the time i can't wait to play shows together again and it's yeah, been a pleasure absolutely dude thanks for having me great to see you man great to see you as well yeah. dude I'll, I'll catch you around the city all right yeah absolutely see you god bless
Yeah.